Welcome back to another episode of Dark Insight. Uh, this is episode 112, and just having a sad reflection on the lost episode that was 111. Uh, again, I want to um, express my appreciation to Cameron for coming on and trying to record with us, and we apologize for the lost episode. But moving on, this is a new episode, a new day. Uh, the new dawn is shining, and we are joined... Well, I am joined here with my good friend from Scotland. How are you? All right. Yes, I'm becoming part of the furniture. Yep. I'll be I'll be took down the dump soon because I'll be out of style. <laughs> yep. Sad times. We just chuck on the side of the street and let someone else pick you up. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm hatchet <laughs> material, mate. I'm I'm a took a hatchet through me and just stick me at the back on a fire. That's uh, that's the only that's the only way I'm going. <laughs> there you go. Chop I ain't destined to sit on the sideboard forever. Yeah. I think that's like the antique version of Live Fast, Die Young. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no antiquing going on here, I'm sorry. <laughs> Isn't that like the most watched show in like the UK? Antique Roadshow? Like uh, possibly. They, they love your antiques over there. Uh, well, people are old and musty, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just the way it is. Anyway. Always, that's what I was saying. I was, oddly enough, I was saying to my missus as a child, the Antiques Roadshow was going on that long. Whenever that theme tune was blaring it always dawned bath time <laughs> I don't know why. it's like as a 30 as a 33 year old man I, whenever I hear it now I just think oh bath time <laughs> true but random bath? facts I don't know what? it just happened well, it, just, it was a child it was always like bath time out of bath then bed as a child ready for Monday morning at school whereas now I'm just like I really, I really fancy a bath that's hilarious <laughs> you've been brainwashed it's subliminal in it, it's pure gaslighting. <laughs> the most cheerful, upbeat song in the world just dons me a, a bubble bath. Ah, matey. Good times. I don't <laughs> even know cool. if you know what matey is. Matey's like a naval character formed into a bottle, a bubble bath. This is really going places I never thought I'd go. <laughs> this is going deep. This is, this I think we should move on. Let's move on from uh, the, the bubble bath uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just get into some news. The All Blacks are yes. in the semi-final of the Rugby World Cup. <laughs> Not news, it's the rugby update! <laughs> Scotland Scotland could have went out because of rain. That would have been more fitting, I feel. But also well the deserved. cruelest of ironies, because obviously Scotland is a wet, blustery, <laughs> windswept arsehole with the world. And to be put out because of that would have been just weird. I know a typhoon's... Just typhoon is probably... Just a standard storm here, probably. Easy belittles every typhoon ridden nation and our Samoan listeners freak out at me. Um, but, you know, it's a pretty windy, blustery, gaily place here. So, aye, it's Buona Huli, as somebody would once say. But aye, we... Um, what we're skirting around is that Scotland lost to Japan and Japan got through to the quarterfinals for the first time and in then, rugby history. And I'm, I was and happy then, by that. 
get better again. So justice That's right. is served. They made yes. progress. But yeah, the All Blacks are playing England tonight on the day of recording. So I'm pretty excited. It's tomorrow morning at seven, I think. For me. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> not yeah, nine o'clock tonight. For me. Oh well. Oh well. That's how time zones work. Yep, <laughs> magic. As yeah, long as the English stuff. get better, that's all that matters to me. I will beat them. Don't worry about that. I don't imagine he's. I don't imagine they'll put up much of a fight. And Wales, uh, uh, we tipped Wales. I tipped Wales. Tipped Wales. Oh, you Wales did. That's against right. Aussies in it. So I can see an all yeah. black Wales final. Do, 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 do. I don't know. See? The Welsh are looking pretty exceptionally rubbish. Mm, don't know. They were, just scraped through. Their coach even said the better team lost in the quarterfinals <laughs> when the Welsh got through. Like we the- ain't having an Aussie, an Aussie fucking New Zealand final. Do you know what I mean? That ain't happening. Not today, not tomorrow. Nope. It's going to be South Africa, New Zealand is my pick. Don't get me uh, wrong. I hope the Welsh uh, throw the, the box, but I don't think they will. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. By, well, do you by, know by next episode on Dark Insight? <laughs> Yeah, and the next exciting episode of Rugby World Cup explained to you, we'll find out who the winner is and we'll be either, he'll either be really happy or I'll be really happy and we'll see what happens. Nice. Alright, news, gaming news, what have we got? Much has happened because there's been two episodes worth of news happened and we did have a roaring. It was, oh, see that episode that got lost to the mists of time? My God, Doc Brown's going to enjoy it. So good. So good. So much chat. So much anecdotes. We laughed. We cried. We cried some more. Um, yeah, so kind of, well, kind of rehashing. It's not really a rehash. We, 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 we were fresh on the toes of the news that the PlayStation 5 was announced as a thing by Sony and we were like, oh wow, shocker, Rooney. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Now things have moved forward a bit. We've now been told that games like the Avengers are going to be prepped for usage for upscaling on the PS5. Shocker, Rooney. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of, really, I was just kind of going, yeah, we kind of knew this was happening, but now it's official. That's a thing, but I kind of have a sneaky suspicion this bleeds into a newer news story that we're going to mention. I think this is all part of the master plan of Sony to shorten the distance between the launch of a title, which will remain nameless this now, and the launch of this console. Because obviously they're going to do an HD version, although are they? Are they just going to do an upscaled version rolling? And I think that might, I know they've said that they the hell wait I'm no dancer in it The Last of Us 2 has been put back <laughs> oh no um, and because obviously Avengers has announced that they're going to do a upscaled version for PS5 I wonder if Sony will just run in hot and just do The Last of Us 2 as the upscaled version as well so that they don't really need to do an HD remake thingy me bob yeah and it just runs in hot and you just play it on your PS5 when it's released. Do you think we're going to start getting like remasters of remasters now with the PS5? Because the I think you'll get I think you'll get the Last Year's collection for the yeah. PS5, and it's going to be backwards compatible. Um, I don't know if um, that was mentioned. I but it's like massively backwards compatible. Apparently, that's where this whole upscaling thing's coming from. It's like a Blu-ray upscaler. Apparently, it takes whatever you feed it and it makes it. Ooh, shiny, shiny. And no doubt in like two or three months, well, Paris Games Weeks this week, 
Is it? I was reading somewhere. Can't remember. But Paris Game Week's coming soon, I think, he says. I don't know. I don't like, I'm not a big fan of the French. Um, I think that it's going to... There might be... I don't know. They're probably not show anything at it, but there might be videos of comparison coming out soon and stuff so we can compare and go, oh, look at the ray tracing. Oh, it's very nice, isn't it? But then, as I say... Visuals, comparison visuals is only relative in terms of if you ever put the original next to the new one. And I think at the end of the day, when you see it on your telly, regardless, you'll still subliminally think it looks better, regardless of what it is. This coming for the man who's playing the majority of 4K games in 1080p right now, reasons to be explained. Um, And it's a case of your eyes justify it. Like, when you make the switch, you're like, oh my god, it's really grainy. But then, like, 15 minutes later, you're like, well, it looks alright. looks nice, actually. But you're like, I don't know the difference. Yeah, it's... Remember, your eyes can only see so much colour and pixels and stuff, aren't they? So there's a limitation. This thing with graphics, there's a limitation with what your visually can see. So it's like, or we're, way, we're at that point, I'd say, right now. But it's just the, the kind of posterity then of the visuals that change so yeah when it's just a well that's the thing it's a bragging right because they've got thinking about it now we're taking bets on what lunch titles are going to be just coming back there remembering doc brown come into the room and told me so we were having a wee bet on what do we think will be launch titles in the ps5 and I went into and minutia detail about everything but the long and short it was i put my money on Horizon Zero Dawn 2, because I think it's the only one that's technically in that window. Yep. I.e., we're too soon for Spider-Man, Killzones, who? It's dead. Um, well, it's not dead, it's due a reboot, but I think it'll be a year two reboot. Um, Gran Turismo might be shown in the be a lovely trailer, but that's a year four release. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bloodborne 2. Um, Bloodborne 2. Bloodborne was a huge console seller. For I Sony. don't think it'll be a launch, but I think they'll bring something else in the meantime. But I don't know if it's going to be a con a console launch title. You'll definitely get an on a mission on it, not an on issue. Um, Dynasty Warrior something. That's always they always launch with a Dynasty Warrior style game because hundreds of millions upon thousands of soldiers on the screen at the one time. Makes your machine look great. That's that's a given. So I put money yeah. on that. Um, what's its face? Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of um, Tsushima. It's still in the wind. So I don't know. Yeah, See, that could, that could problem be is with this. With it, well, that's the thing with this upscaling news. All these things could be upscaled. You could get God War upscaled and stuff. You know what I mean? It becomes a grey area. Which your system seller? Yep, it's a hard one, you know. But we'll, we'll see. That's what we said. We'll see. But I think Horizon Zero Dawn Two is definitely a it's possible. It's a weird one. It's a weird one because title. because they want people to push to the new consoles, but it's also a risk because there's less units sold at the start Year of one. a generation. Whereas, so mm-hmm. it would actually suit them to sell it on the PS4. But it's they know it's going to work on the PS5, but they yeah they, it's a weird one. So I think Ghost of Tsushima will be four, just because it's a new IP on the, on the four. 
I think you could get a legacy launch pack, which would contain Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us 2, God of War, uh, Horizon, the first one, and Days Gone, and they just do them all as a bundle. I kind of, like, here's the best of what PlayStation have in titles. Yeah. And that would probably hold people over until the new ooh shiny. Like, Ratchet and Clank 2 is definitely, we, we agreed with that as well. That's definitely going to be a launch title as well. Yeah. So. I, I, I hear you on the Horizon Zero Dawn. That is about right. Because that was quite early in the PS4 cycle. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I could see that definitely being. But could uh, get a new wipeout as well as a racer. Oh, there's, Again, there's really always, nice visual fidelity style game. You know, it's good. There's always um, a new, um, yeah, there's always a chance of that. So. Yeah, but then another so thing as well. The interest, the interesting thing as well is Ubisoft's kicked everything, and I mean everything that was coming back to this the, the next fiscal year. So that's no till after April at the earliest. I think that's when the fiscal year starts on it. Yep. I so believe. looking for a big. So like Gods and Monsters year. kicked. Uh, the new Call of Duty spinoff, uh, Call of Duty, sorry, Rainbow Six spinoff, Quarantine kicked, and the big one. The big dog in the room, Watch Dogs 3, kicked. So, and that happened literally 30 minutes after the, the Last of Us 2 news broke. Talk about sneaky sneaky, because everybody was all like, Oh no, The Last of Us 2 has been kicked. And then you had folk who were like, "I'm This is a refreshing take, because it means that developers don't have to have crunch. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's like, it's a tactical fucking move. Like, The Last of Us 2 sitting. Sitting there, it's ready. Do you know what I mean? I don't have any beliefs. Because the time span we've had between then and now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I always... It's the Gekijima. The... It's just the Gekijima mere time to go bask in his glory. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need that it's much like, time. No. We're not talking about Death Stranded this episode. No. Well, we are you actually going but No. <laughs> it's an interesting one. Like, I would always rather have a, give a developer more time. Like, I don't think delays are a bad thing. They can signal bad, they could well, signal a bad uh, scenario, but it, I'd rather them take more time and get the game right rather than force it out and have issues. Oh, have you seen the announced, have you seen the videos of WWK? Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. WWE. It's like, that is a giant, everybody's saying it's, like, it's a proof of concept released, but as I was saying with like NBA and all that, last episode, episode, the episode that didn't exist, um, we are in the death of this generation, so instead of just putting out Nice, like instead of it's the kind of like ah, just put it out a couple of tweaks. Do you know what I mean? They ever go two ways. They ever go screw this. We're going to try something crazy for the last game of the gen, or they just rehash it. And I yep. think last year's wrestling game was better than this year's, and the videos are showing that. And I think it's just a total land grab. Uh, basically, oh, we'll just update it a wee bit and put it out. You know, it yeah. seems to be the it seems to be the the kind of current trend. If you know what I mean. You just force it out. No real work done. So, but we're still a year away. I mean, that's a whole 12 months worth of gaming fun. Like, technically, we're, we'll, this time next year, we will be in fever pitch. And we'll be like, oh my god, it's coming, it's here, it's coming. Oh, 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 oh. Because both of them will be coming. Halo will be, like, round the corner. Whatever Sony bring out the bag will be round the corner. Do you know what I mean? Next year, this time's going to be a great time. New console time's always so. exciting. Like, the last time with the Switch, nah. I was... It was a pretty exciting time, and uh, so yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Hardware is only part of the part of the thing, isn't it? It's the software that sells the sort of the thing. So hopefully, six months. Someone needs to tell Microsoft software. that. Someone needs to tell Microsoft that. 
that yeah, software sells. On it. So that's that's enough. We're done. Don't need that's that's a system seller. Good night, Vegas. Yeah. It's what was I going to say? I can't remember. Yeah, so I'm excited for the five. We have a, a cracker twelve months ahead of us though, starting like now. Yeah, like, it's been a great year already, and then we've got the next six seven months is just insane with releases. So it's going to be pretty intense. Yeah. Do we want to, we want to talk about the news of the Fallout seventy six subscription move? bold bold move? You mean the boldest move ever? It's like here's a broke game. See all those features you like and you want. We've put them behind the paywall. It's like what? Yeah, it's like we've put them all behind that big paywall, and you'll have to pay us thirteen dollars or pounds or whatever a month or a hundred dollars for a year. And it's like, what? And it's like, yeah, it's just like, it's insanity. It's pretty it's mental. Like, why are you doing this, Bethesda? Like, your game isn't even robust enough yet to do this. It'd be different if the game was amazing. See if the game ran amazing, looked amazing, superb, rickety-tickety and that. Like, Fortnite could maybe get away with trying this. Because it's like get such a big player base and a premium style subscription might work on that and it's free to play whereas Fallout ain't free to play you know what I mean so well yeah. isn't free to play it's, yet it's really so weird like it's, I can understand that maybe a couple dollars a month it's like when Bethesda they some good they end up like screwing themselves over and doing a lot of bad it's it's very strange and what's worse is they've delayed the free DLC that's got people interested in it like people bought the game for if to get ready for the new dlc mm-hmm. and then it's the delay that as well and because then, of this yeah it's very cynical the, and i don't understand it because the big well the big thing at e3 was the the big thing of the we're bringing back npcs and to be fair, they, they did a reasonably believable smoke screen there. The first year was you going out into the world and finding your way like it was actually meant to be. But now you found your way and fixed it all. People are starting to return back. And you're like, where are the people actually coming back from? Yeah. Are they coming out of vaults or stuff? Maybe. I don't know. Um, and it's like, yeah, see that? thing that everybody wanted, we are holding that back because we're giving you private worlds and sweeping bags and fast travel points and ba 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 and you'll get Atom to spend at the store on the overpriced content, blah 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 and you're kinda like Kinda guys, kinda kinda fucked yourself over here. What about just a tiny bit even the most hardcore fans, I don't imagine it's in the worst bit, the biggest insult to injury is when you subscribe you get the one the Rangers suit, which was the suit from Fallout Vegas. See the cover art guy. Oh, interesting. With the, yeah. So, and apparently it's a direct lift, like pixel for pixel, direct lift for Fallout Vegas. And a lot of people aren't happy. And the team. But luckily, there's a new Fallout game. Sorry, there's a new game <laughs> on the horizon, which is the spitting image of Fallout, but in space. But we'll what? talk about that later, no doubt. Well, you might as well switch into games we've been playing, since that was a good segue that we just ruined. The yeah. Outer Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Fallout. So, space. How long have you been playing it? I am off the first planet. Same. I literally just flew off. 
So, uh, yeah, you get the bit for your ship and you go into the stars and I went, I'll stop it here because now seems like a good point to stop. That's exactly where I stopped. <laughs> so, But I made sure I'd done everything on the first planet, all the side missions and all that stuff, which is... Oh, yeah, see, I didn't. <laughs> see... I can't handle. See, I want to ask. I want to ask a question, but I don't know if it's spoilery, especially because the game's just released today. Maybe. See, when you went to get the part for your ship, I what side I, did you choose? The botanical side. Yeah, I chose that side as well. Screw so, that yeah. guy. He seemed like a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It seems like a, a a constructed point, but that everybody will choose that side over than the bad people. Um, but then I think the whole that yeah. whole botanic side was a bit wasted because it didn't really stay around long. You didn't really do many missions for them, and I felt it was a bit. Mm-hmm. But it's a really interesting game. It's really well made. As like we say, and when we say it's Fallout in space, it's. Fallout in space. Because it does that really weird thing when you talk to people that Fallout does with a camera. Zooms in on their face. Yeah, and it is literally like Fallout and they've got that same gormless dead eye look. Nah, I'm being (laughs) a bit harsh there. It also has the same like button sounds. Like when you click on certain things, it has the same clunk sound when you open up chests and... (laughs) Well, it's Obsidian that made it. That's what we should say first and foremost, so... They've got pedigree within the world of Fallout, so they know they know what they're doing. That's what's interesting um, about the New Vegas thing with seventy six is that it was Obsidian who made New Vegas. Yeah, and yeah, so true. it seems like a a claw at fame or attention from Bethesda trying to get fans of Vegas back in. But then it's just a suit; it's no anything more than a suit, I think. So yeah, it's um it's an interesting thing, but so, I really like. I, I like the idea behind other worlds. Mm-hmm. It's it's the story it tells is the world is owned by corporate media com like media, no media sorry, but basically corporations own the world, and everybody works for a corporation, and a corporation owns a planet, and it owns them, and people are not seen as people; they're just seen as basically gears inside big machines and st- stuff like that. when you do the mission with the granny like the guy that shot himself it was very like it kind of set the scene well so the guy young guy kills himself but technically suicide's a felony in this world and the person who finds him has to pay a tax because they found him didn't they it's all about the kind of own the grave digger and stuff, the grave digger stuff, and that. It's, it's a really interesting. Idea. I think there's going to be a lot of depth to the world, you know. Yes, yeah, it's my it's my like and dislike. I I like that, but it it's t- so time consuming to to develop the world, like experience it. Yeah, and I feel I, like it's telling you every every fiber and every thread that tells you. Yeah, and I'm just skipping dialogue, so I'm like, I don't need to know what colour your underwear is. Like, they, they, they're, t- they're telling me everything about their life, and it's like, li- I literally just met you. Why are you divulging your deepest secrets to me? And I, Or you're on a PC reading countless emails. Yeah, and I can't do it. I just I just have refused to read the the dialogue in those things. Like, I just yeah. ca- I can't be bothered reading EPO's emails. And so I'm... I think it started really well. Like, it had a lot of charm, like this 
how the game starts and it's a lot, very clever and witty well it's Rick it starts with Rick for Rick and Morty doesn't it an all but name uh, yeah good it's point like, I, didn't, I didn't connect I'm that, a mad yeah. scientist man and I'm here to save you bro I need <laughs> chemicals man then it's like oh by the way see the guy I hired the Han Solo style character we just crashed our ship on top of him it, so, yeah and that was it started all exciting and it was like, okay, this is really fun. I enjoyed this world already. And then it I just what grinds, doing. it grinds to a halt for me. And like, it just, there's just, what's going on? Like it, it got, then it got really slow and I met more me. There are people who really want to dive into these worlds and just look under every single rock. Um, and Craig, but I, Fallout fans. I, I can't do that anymore. So like, I'm, I'm loving it and disliking it at the same time, but I'm disliking it for my own personal reasons, not because of the game itself. It should, yeah. it, as a shooter, it shoots reasonably well. Um, and yeah, as you said, mm. it, yeah, compared to it's, Fallout, it's, it's better than the Fallout yeah. shooting. But there's no VAT system. That's the bullet time thing, which is nearly all bullet time. Which is pretty cool. It's your power. Yeah, but it, it doesn't really serve a purpose other than just a slow time down. But there's, like, like you level your character pretty quick, I'm finding, and you can spec your guy and have perks and... There are a lot of stats. Of, well, there's also a really cool randomised perk system, so I don't know if you've seen this right. So my guy got hit in the head quite a lot, right? <laughs> so because he's been hit in the head a lot, it's like a negative perk, but it's a positive perk. So it comes up with this thing saying you can, because you've had a lot of collar, uh, cerebral damage to your head, you can do this perk, which basically improves your persuasion with characters, but it hurts your intelligence. Because obviously you're a bit brain damaged. They've been hitting the head a lot. <laughs> and from what I understand is these these random perks will happen through my game, well, through everybody's game, but they're different for everybody because they're based on how you play the game okay cool if you know what i mean and they're optional so you can take the perk they're you can take the perk or not take the perk but they kind of shape your guy specifically to your gameplay if you know what i mean so yes there's the core tree of perks and stuff that you have and i have and we have and we can level up blah, blah. but then there are these unique ones that you'll get through gameplay but they're randomly placed on points through the game if you know what i mean so you don't know a when you're getting them or b what they'll be and yeah, we'll see what their outcome will be. So that does hark back to um, like Fallout Three. I remember you could you could grow an extra limb, like if you get radiation, mm. which helped with I can't remember what it helped with, but helped with like your dexterity or Scratching something. Scratching your back, <laughs> exactly. So it, there is there is the DNA there for Fallout for sure. Like it's extremely Fallout. Um, simplified a few things. There's no mini game for lock picking, which I'm glad because mm. that always gets annoying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just happens when you lockpick there's no hacking I've found so far it's just a button press with tools in your kit exactly uh, yeah you, you basically are able to do it and it consumes items and mini games are fun but I hated the hacking mini games on Fallout just the guessing the, the word just drove me mental did not like it yeah nah, I don't know I've, I've seen I've played worse I'm really like I like it. I like the presentation. I like it's very Bioshock-ish in a tonal yes. way. Like Rapture before Rapture got fucked is pretty much the kind of idea of this. Like the main sidekick, like psychic, psychic, the main mascots, like a guy with a light bulb for a head. 
But for what I know, you meet people who are dressed like him in the world later on, on certain planets and stuff. And I'm like, that's kind of creepy but cool at the same time. And it seems that the areas aren't too big, like they're not too unwielding, if you know what I mean. Yep. So it's like you can always keep your thing and your thing and your thing. Yeah, that was really well described there. But um, yeah, it's it's good. I think it's 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 definitely got legs, and it could be a game of the year contender, maybe depending how it goes. I need to put more time into it. But there's another game that was released today that I'm going to put even more time into. So medieval, <laughs> not quite, not quite, but. How is Medieval? How is it? Did you play the demo? Yes, I did. And the original. So you got his helmet. You unlocked his helmet as a... Yes. Demo completion award. The the helmet um, makes the game harder. Ah. So I don't know why you'd actually want it. But I do have it. A bonus. Because it was a Brucey bonus awarded for your demo playing abilities. But yeah, I, I really like Medieval. Um, I remember liking it as a kid, the original, whenever it came out. Uh, 1742. Pretty much. I think it was a PlayStation launch title, wasn't it? I always remember it being nah, that kind of... not that early. 90... I'm going to say 98, maybe? Yeah, just do live Googling. We need uh, like a don't theme song. Waste, don't, <laughs> don't ruin... Don't ruin the illusion. You're meant to be talking about the game, and I'm meant oh, to yeah, jump no, in and go. 1998, so not launch, but not far out. Oh wow! We'll, we'll pop that out of my brain right there. That was fresh from my brain to the internet's knowledge. Well done. I like that when I beat the internet. You need that um, third limb to pat yourself on the back. Thank you. That's what. That's why we're going to radiated fields. Drink dirty water. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like it. Um, in some ways, I would have liked them to be a remake rather than like basically just a remaster and actually kind of modernize mm. the gameplay a little bit with the same world and character but i've it, heard rumors it's too hard for people i've not played it disclaimer i haven't played it it's pretty it's i've pretty heard brutal. people complaining it has the the old school game where you die you start the level again right uh, so it's kind of like spiral what they did with spiral they took the core spiral and just made it pretty Yes, yes, that's basically, basically what it is. Um, I wouldn't say it's pretty because you're literally like fighting oozing zombies and you're a skeleton, so I don't think it ever could mm. be pretty. <laughs> but mm. it looks good and it and it plays reasonably well. It's a little bit janky. The camera's a little bit wonky like old 3D games were. I'm sure it's a lot smoother than I remember the original being. It's just nostalgia does a wonder for our memories. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. We've got through probably about five, six levels last night, me and Odin. Odin and I, depending on how you want to speak English. I, I'm <laughs> assuming it's his first playthrough. Yeah, he, he didn't like play he, He's never experienced uh, He's never experienced no, the, the original. I'm trying to think, was the original in the PS Mini? Don't know. I can't remember if it was. I'm not Googling. I'm being honest. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you do we'll, that, we'll, we'll, and I'll keep talking. We'll head over to the newsroom, and we'll be back in a moment. But where this where this game shines is its um it's its humour. Like it's it's quite funny, and it's done quite well. And this whole um this fake hero <laughs> that you are that the through I think it's like through the fog of war and the shroud of time. It wasn't. 
on the uh, Sudan Fortigue was is gets named as that is very odd. He's named as the best hero, like the hero of this big battle, whereas he actually died at the first charge. And and that's a funny thing. Um, And it's done really well. What's odd? Um, Medieval's not on the PS money. Is it on there? No, it is not. Ah, there you go. Can we confirm but yeah, it's it's a fun game. Like the first levels aren't fantastic, but they start picking up as you get through. So, um, budget, it's a budget title, isn't it? It's no full price, it's no full whack title, is it? No, yeah, I got it forty dollars New Zealand, so that's like twenty pounds. So I'm liking these um, these smaller releases as well. I'm actually kind of enjoying that. But yeah, I like it. Two thumbs up. Yep. It's a lot of fun. Um, Two I'm, bony, bony, bony thumbs up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. So what else have you got? Well, I was going to say, are we as well just doing games and then I'll come to that thing at the end? Because yes. it's quite a big thing. If we're in the thick at the new, we're as well continuing on the games journey. You see the throwing an expo right in the middle of the, what we've been playing <laughs> section because that just makes things a nightmare. So... No spoilers, but there's an expo chat coming, kids. Woohoo! So, um, I have also been playing two joyful indie, uh, wee indie titles. We no indie titles. We yeah, we throw away titles. Um, one of them is based on Zombieland Double Tap, which is the game Contra should have been. I can't remember if I moaned about Contra the episode before the missing episode or the missing episode, but I moaned like a motherfucker about Contra. So, yeah, you either know my feelings about Contra or I've just told you my feelings, but yeah, Contra, the new one, is tosh. And Zombieland is very much a similar vein and style of gameplay and stuff in that, but it actually works. And it's okay. I haven't seen the film, but it's got a passing resemblance to the movie. It has caricatures of the characters. You play as Woody Harris and the rest of the gang, uh, Emma Stone and stuff, and they don't voice act their own characters. They're okay voice acting-wise. It ain't great. Um, the story is nonsense. The, I think you need to make your way across America. So you start at one side of America and work your way to the White House. Um, it's... Okay, there's different kinds of zombies, as you imagine. So there's spitters and exploding ones, and there's like Elvis ones that can sing and they bring a horde. And you get an array of weapons, shotguns, Uzis, chain guns, miniguns, uh, even baseball bats, katanas, fire axes. It's I, I ran through it. There's an achievement, I think. I don't know why, but... You're meant to get for LA to Washington in under five and a half hours, and don't think that's an actual real time. Maybe the time of a flight, perhaps. But um, me and my brother blitzed it uh, all ten chapters in like two hours. I think we did it in. Um, that's sad to hear. Like, even if it is fun, for the price that it's being released at, seems a bit steep yeah, for that small amount yeah, of gameplay. Yeah, it's a bit strange. But then there's a horde mode. And you can play four-player co-op, but you can't play online. <sighs> it would have been good as an indie, as a, as a wee downloadable Xbox or PlayStation store title, but this yeah. is a full-box retail game, so it's a bit, 
it's a bit, I don't know, it's okay, it's not amazing, it's a, uh, if, uh, having not seen the film, I don't know, imagine having seen the film, it will change my opinion, but having not seen the film, I just find it as a, an enjoyable romp as we grow closer to that time of the year when things go boo. Um, you can do worse, I suppose. It ain't scary or anything, but it's fun blowing up zombies and stuff and just having a romp, having a romp, good word, word of the night, romp. Um, and if you have four mates round scaring kids coming to your door for candy and stuff, <laughs> I'm sure you can spend time playing this before they come to the door. But, um, Probably yeah, finish it as but, well. Definitely. Um, and it, like I say, it's the game Contra should have been, kind of, but as in, like, mechanically speaking. Yeah. Because, yes, there's a reload mechanic, but it doesn't intervene or hurt you as much as the... The only when the only reload in the game that's similar to the wait time in Contra is the minigun. But to be fair, the minigun has 400 rounds before you need to reload it. So that's a hell of a lot of dead zombies because it's one-hit kill, I think, with a minigun. Yeah, nice. To put it into context. So, yeah, a nice disposable throwaway Halloween style title which is which is fun and like I say it's funny and everything everything's fun in co-op except for Contra so yeah <laughs> that's um, that was that uh, yep. the other one I've been playing uh, I have been shadowing for a long time because it's been a PC game and it's called Door Kickers okay. and it's got some subtitle about squad thing but basically it's a pixel art at Rainbow Six Siege and I oh, cool. love it it's so good. It's unreal. Um, you pick, blatantly, you pick a different operator to go in with. So there's like an attacker, a breacher, a agent who's basically Ash for not Pokemon, but for Rainbow Six. <laughs> um, I choose you, Pikachu. It's like a sniper and stuff. And each one has got a different skill, so I like using the Breacher, because the Breacher uses a shotgun, and when you come to a door, as the name may suggest, you can possibly open the door and walk in, it's a bit boring, or you can kick the door in, cop style, but the Breacher lets you shotgun the door open, and he'll kind of stun people on the other side. Um, There's lots of options, I've only done the first chapter the game which gives you 12 missions so there's different chapters each one gives you 12 missions with different things but the majority of the time you're either going to save hostages or you're going to eliminate guys or you're going to arrest guys there's a zombie mode there's a random generator mode which will just randomly generate your level with goals you can unlock lots of weapons, each one has different things, so I have a shotgun that shoots pellets, but it also shoots slugs, so you can basically open my door and snipe, shoot the slug and it'll go through three guys, um, you get each kill and rescue you do gets you more points, which you then can use to buy things like health packs, armour, stuff like that, or you can have a special, which the one I use the news is a, a sharpshooter one, so if I stand and I use it, four sight reticules will come up on the screen on targets, and the snipers will kill them, which is really good for cleaning rooms with certain enemies, because certain enemies can take the hostages a human shield, which is a nightmare, and then there's all different things, and it's a really slick, really well-produced indie title, it's not out yet on consoles. I'm playing a sneaky press copy. 
don't know how much it'll be, but I'm imagining it'll be about the £15 mark. And if you like Rainbow Six, it's a really fun take on the kind of anti-terrorist hunt style mode. And best of all, you can play it in co-op, which ah, cool. I've not tried yet, but I've seen people playing co-op on the PC version, and it looks like tons of fun because you can breach for two sides of doors and you can do kind of cool things like that. And I think at that point, the other character's abilities, like being so, you know, I want to be a powerhouse, hence why breacher. But I think like if you play as a sniper and the agent and stuff, it opens up different abilities because like certain people have different guns and different skills and blah, blah, blah. And it's really deep for what is fundamentally just a throwaway wee title. And then with the auto-generated mode, it's an infinite, it's an infinite game. You can play it forever because you never know what it's going to generate for you. Haven't tried it yet, and I know certain things that are procedurally generated fall into the trap. But you do the same thing over. You, you'll see the you'll see the pattern of the map it uses and stuff from time to time. But for what I've seen, I really really enjoy this, and I think it's a total wee sleeper hit. Um, it looks really cool. It's, so it's it's a excellent strategy game from what I can tell from the footage. Like you can stop time and make create your path and your plan. Of your character, kinda, kinda. I just run in and shoot gun people. I don't know because it that looks like a bit like Shadow Tactics, the um the strategy game. Yeah, the kind of samurai style. Yeah, game kinda a little bit. I think, but I think the tactics more come in when you're playing two player. Because, yep. like I say, when you're solo in it, you kind of just need to get the job done and hope for the best. Um, but yeah, I really hope it does well because it's 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 just bags of fun. Lots of fun, um, and there's also a map really editor, so you can make your own maps from the looks of it as well, which opens yeah. up a lot more possibilities. Yeah, what's a what's a fun, and it's online co-op as well, so you can actually play with actual people on the actual internet. Wow, it's not nice. crossplay, but you know, that looks good. Nothing's perfect. Um, um, nice so yeah, I definitely. If you like Rainbow Six and stuff and Tom Clancy games, and you've missed the epic break, break point rant last episode <laughs> this is definitely the game you should buy don't buy Breakpoint. um so yeah get some yeah. vote yeah it's on steam and it works on mac which is always good to know so what else have you been playing what else haven't i been playing so my list is getting longer because i keep remembering games uh concrete genie is a sony exclusive <laughs> that came out couple weeks ago actually three three four weeks ago yeah yeah um and it's it's really good i really liked it it's a smaller game again it was a a 50 dollar release here in new zealand so like probably a 20 30 dollar release in the us and like a 25 pound release over the way i think i'm assuming Mm -hmm. it's probably only about six to eight hours long but it was just full of charm. Like, I would have liked to have seen it. It's a bit longer, because they felt like there were some more legs um, that it had. Like, I, there was room for it to be expanded. But it's, I think it's okay that it was smaller, because obviously they cut it to where they felt it was strong, rather than weakening the game by extending it. So like, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that. Um, and they released it at a, at a lower price point. If it was released at a $90 price point, I think I would have gone, ah, it's a bit too short. But for what it, the price, the experience was great. Uh, the, the, the world is full of character and charm. Uh, I like the story it's telling. Um, basically, it's set in a... It was only announced reasonably recently, I think, and then it came out, yeah, as I say. Um, it's basically have you tried it in the VR, VR side of it? Because I know yeah. there's VR. Yes, I have. Um, 
So it starts off and it's the same art style as the main game and you're just in a 3D room painting on a flat wall. And once you unlock and do what you're asked to do, it unlocks a 3D space where you are you can sculpt the the images that you've done throughout the game in a 3D space. You're just simply not really doing it detail. You're basically just pointing and, and just moving your the move controller. But it looks wonderful and it's really charming, the, the, the VR mode. It, it, just, it just made me smile. Like, I, I was actually having a bad day before I started playing it and it, it made me feel that's the, good. That's your box quote right there. Wait, having a bad day made me feel good? <laughs> yep, that's it. Print it. Done. We'll sell hundreds. It, 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 was, it, was just, it was just nice. And little things you can... I've got it there. I've got it there to play, but I just have so much on the go right now with Pixel King indoors and stuff. There, there's, just... heaps, there's heaps out there at the moment as well. <laughs> mm. uh, but just to give people who don't know the game, basically the premise is it's set in a, a dying town. It's a fishing town by trade. There was an oil spill on the outskirts of the town, which basically just destroyed the fishing trade. And it's a depressed town. Everyone's leaving. People are still there, are depressed uh, and losing their jobs. It's a sad start. And there's the main character you like to draw, and that's your thing. And right at the beginning, you get picked on by some bullies, and they rip up your art book. And as you go searching for your pieces of of your book that got spread around the, the spread around. They, the characters you draw come to life and you get the ability to draw these magical moving images on the buildings and your goal is basically to bring life back to this this dying town uh, because these these creatures have a, a magical ability to revive things effectively and it's that's basically it um they do some kind of cool things with the characters that you're that they are in the world whereas that someone who might come across as evil or as mean we don't know what people are suffering so someone who might be a bully they may have gone through things that made them be like that it's no it's no excuse but it it sometimes we can break through those barriers and that's what the, the messages are in this in this game and i really I, I like felt it and understood what they were trying to say and i like that because we might disagree with someone in life but it doesn't mean that person's a bad person we just need to get to know each other and, and bridge those those gaps and yeah there's some cool messages and that we should take care of the environment we live in and we should take care of the people we live around and so it's, it's a really cool cool game like and you can tell them i hope you can tell them i was quite passionate about how much i enjoyed it mm -hmm. um it's just a nice little story and message and i spoke pretty quickly then because i was all excited i'll try and slow down <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's a good game i highly recommend concrete genie Highly recommend it. Nice. It's not. It's, not, it's no uh, game of the year blockbuster, but it's it had a message. Well, and it, they don't and need to be exactly. Your game of the year. Game of the year doesn't have to be a a superstar blockbuster. It can be just a wee sleeper hit, and then you could be like, ooh, ooh, that's uh, that's actually quite quite. You know what I mean? Me sneaky title. It's always welcome. You know? Yeah. It's it's definitely up there for, with me. Like it's. It's in the in the top list of games that I that have hit me and have, I've enjoyed, um, and there's a few good surprises in there as well, which I, I won't get into much more because I don't want to spoil things. Uh, have I got more time to talk about other games? <laughs> I'll give you another another go, and then I'll give one, and then I think we we want our focus because you want to talk about something else in reality, don't you? Yes, I noticed that there, so we'll throw that in with the expo stuff at the end. Cool, because it's not technically gaming, but you know, I mean, it's not technically 
what we've been playing, so it might break. Work the flow, as they say. We like to spice um, things up. So yeah, um, we'll, we'll go one one more game each, and then we'll go into the the actual fun, the meat of the conversation. All right. So is, um, there, is there an hour and a half into Dawn? You said one more. I'm going to quickly sneak in. No, and no, I'll just do the one. Don't worry. Horizon Zero Dawn. I finally got around to playing it. I skipped it because it came out the same time as Breath of the Wild, and I had my nice shiny new Switch, which I wanted to play. And traditionally, I'm not. I've gone off open world games, and so I wasn't that fussed. But I finally picked it up for quite cheap, and it is definitely a well-made game. I think it is dated a little bit, since it's a couple of years old, but not not drastically in a in a not be able to playable way. But yeah, it's all right. Um, I think it suffers the same problem I have, I'm having with Outer Worlds is that they've created this wonderful, massive world and I feel like I'm just running past it and it just feels so mm. wasted. And and I think that's a shame and that might be my issue because I don't, I'm, tr- I'm avoiding, like there's, I'm avoiding any side quests. I'm just not interested in diving into it. I'm not interested in these like recordings of people who died thousands of years ago, like, it, it's all fluff. See, I, I found the story. I found the actual core story a really slow builder. It, it was. It was near what you would call the most exciting. Like no, the most exciting, but the, the, the most gripping tales at the beginning. I felt always. I felt it was always a bit, just a wee bit too slow for its own good at times. Well, it's interesting. So I've mainlined it. I think I've done maybe two side quests, and. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe only one. Actually, <laughs> I can't actually think of any side quests. I've basically just ignored anyone who's who's asked me to do anything. I'm just not talking to them because I don't want that on my list of missions to do. <laughs> I just I want to keep it clean, and I'm doing the main story. And yeah, like you literally do the first couple of missions, and then it's like, okay, you've got five kilometers to go <laughs> to mm. go to the next section, and I, I think they're expecting you to get waylaid on the way. And because I'm not, it's just I'm running for 20 minutes. <laughs> and, hours, hours of fun to be had. And, and, I, and again, it's probably my issue because the way I'm trying to deal with the game, it does play well. I, I, it's not perfect. Uh, killing dinosaur, dino bots is pretty fun. I do enjoy that at times. There's a few places where it feels a little frustrating, but in general, the combat's fun. I don't like how they've done the bows. It feels like there's just too many trade-offs with choosing which bow to, to go with. I think I'd prefer to more of a... Maybe not a linear upgrade system, but a a more linear upgrade system or... Yeah, than they have. Like my son, he said he played through the game and didn't change his bow once and he finished it with no trouble at all. Oh, well, there you go. Which is... Nice. Whereas I have switched bows... And I've looked into some of the mechanics behind that and where to find the bows. But I don't know. Um, it doesn't seem as clean. That seems a bit clunky. And the rope cast is a big disappointment. I was looking forward to that. And it's rubbish. <laughs> That's the official statement. Yeah. Official stance of Dark Insight. The rope cast is rubbish. <laughs> But yeah, all in all, it's definitely uh, well worth the praise it's it's got, and the the developers have done a fantastic job, especially because it's so different than what they've done in the past. So we'll yeah, we'll see what Horizon oh, Zero so Dawn want. Two brings. 
more robots. Yeah. More dinosaurs. More climbing towers to unlock things on maps that I don't care about. That's blame Assassin's Creed for that one. <laughs> oh, I didn't um, say this about the Outer Worlds, but boy, does that map suck. I think it's just because the the, the it's, it, that's what I was saying. It's, it's a nice enough wee size, but you know what I mean. It's it, it wave point, it wave points everything. You know what I mean, really well. I think it, the key points, and then you can kind of see right. I've been here. This is a major point. This is a major point. Then you can actually see on the map where the wee bits are kind of oh, a wee bit of interest. I'll, I'll I'll wander over there and see what I can see. You know, it's just too simplified. But, um, I don't know. I, I think it's okay, but then I've I've not been to any major major areas in it yet. So once we get to the major bits, it might all change. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, as you say, it's not unusable, but it was it was pretty bad when I had to play with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, your game. What's your last one? Well, last one. Well, this is just the tip of the iceberg because obviously it's just been released today. Um, is of course everyone's favourite. Call of Duty. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> um, It's just COD. It, it, I've, I've, I've put about two hours into the multiplayer. I've not touched campaign yet. Um, I hear campaign's only five hours long. That ain't great. Um, but, yeah, it's Call of Duty. It's a bit more, sounds a bit more beefier. Um, not all the modes are active. The new I find the, the big war. I can't seem to find where the big ground, the big battlefield style mode is yet. But then, to be fair, I've only jumped in a handful of matches, um, and so far, so good. It's um, hundred gig install, woohoo! Um, which is a bit worrying, uh, and there's other problems with it. But uh, it's day one. It's day one. We'll see, but yeah, so far so good. If you if you like Call of Duty, then you'll like this. I am assured. Um, it's a bit worrying. I was thinking today. I think it's a bit worrying how we're in the day and age where we are now getting remakes and retellings of basically games that are you like. I, I played the first one, and this is basically just a reimagining of the first one. It's like I'm old, but I'm not that old. I don't know. So it's also a bit worrying as well how it's a retelling of probably the one of the bigger series in the Codsat franchise. So technically, we could be in for another two remas retellings. You know, they could be retelling it or a series, which is a bit rubbish because that means well that's three years worth of or another two years Call of Duty that are going to be technically reimaginations of what we've already had before. You know. So I don't, I don't know, but I've heard the set pieces, the set pieces. I've heard what the shocking awe moments are in it and stuff. And I don't know. I think there's only so many things you can date. Maybe kind of make power statements in these things, you know? Yeah. But um, I've heard there's one where you're in a terrorist attack, but you're playing as a young girl and you're kind of struggling through the terrorist attack. And then there's one where you are. I think what was it? There's definitely a terror. No, tell me, sorry. You're a terrorist. It's a terrorist attack goes off, and you're playing as a cop or something, and you're trying to save as many people as you can for the attack. It must be a gas attack or something. And then there's one where you play as a young girl while a basically a, a war zone 
engulfs the area which you call home and it's kind of like uh, do you know what I mean you're, you're kind of like you're, you're preaching to the wrong audience here do you know what I mean it's like cause this isn't a, like this war of mine where you can make powerful statements and stuff this is basically half the people who play that game are never going to see that because they're just going to be stuck into the multiplayer side of it you know what I mean Yeah. but then in the same point F, you're going to show me the horrific things of war right in the campaign but then you're going to let me take white phosphorus suit and multiplayer and chopper gunners and throwing knives and Molotov cocktails and you're going to give me all the, the most horrific weapons and the arsenal of mankind to use as a fit against other people do you know what I mean it's kind of like but a juxtaposition there guys yes, you know what I mean it's like on one hand you're like oh war's bad but on the other hand you're like yeah have fun with all these things that will actually kill people in the real world it's a bit yeah. It's a bit rich if you ask me. Just a, a little bit rich. A bit hypocritical and an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. But so far so good. Um and if you like COD, odds are you're playing it right now. And if you don't like COD, odds are you're not. So yep. good times all round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Nice and one. Easy. They keep pulling out the same stuff, but they still one of the top sellers. It's like I say, it's the multiplayer, it's just fast, easy go get them, you know what I mean, it's like if it ain't broke, don't fix it, just update it but obviously this year there's no season pass and stuff to it and stuff, which is going to be quite interesting to see how the overall development of the game actually evolves you know, Yeah. so I'll, I'll be watching that, expect expect more on COD in the coming months does it uh, have weeks. microtransactions? not that I can see just now, and I think they've stated it doesn't, but don't hold me to that it may but I don't think it does but it might so I'm not that deep into it that's that's how you back out back in back out back in maybe <laughs> one day possibly it's hard it's a hard to tell one but um, no it's it's it's, it's, it's going to sell millions in it it's, that's the sh- <laughs> hate to tell you if you don't like it it's going to sell millions and that's the bottom line so yeah, good times. Yep. Should I tell you? You're about... not a COD man. Not, not really. COD man, are you? The only real mainstream shooter I've got into was uh, Bad Company Two. Yeah, that's a war of its own. That's, that's, that was... uh... I tried. It's... Yeah, I haven't been able to play any since. Like I got into that quite deep. The Vietnam expansion, especially. Hmm. Well, the World War Two, the World War Two, obviously World War Two, because the game set in World War Two. But the Battlefield Five Pacific expansion, which is free, is coming out next Thursday, I think. Which is quite interesting because it's going to add Wake Island and a few other bits and pieces into it, okay. uh, as well as the Americans and the Japanese, as well as all their toys of war as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that takes off in the wake of COD. You know what I mean? It's like. Mm, because yeah. I might go back to Battlefield just to see what that's like. Maybe they they feel this really similar now. Like it, Battlefield used to be very different to COD, but now no, I'd argue, I'd argue, moved. I, I'd oh, COD's that. COD's version of Battlefield, this Grand War stuff, is nothing like like Battlefield. There's a there's a waiting to Battlefield. Like I know I can get hit four or five times maybe by an infantry. And yep. I'll survive, but in COD that bag battlefield's just a kill. It's just a kill box. Every it's, it's it's just because it's like they took COD and basically 
put it into the battlefield mode, but the problem is it's it, 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 the quarry it's still COD, so the kill time's the same time in a, in a, in a Team D match as it is in that. So on Team D, you put doing like, like nobody's busy, it's like, oh, I'm dead, it's respawn, right? It's the same in that. It's it, it doesn't quite work whereas in Battlefield because the the, the kill the time to kill is just slightly a little bit longer. It works a little bit more in its favour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, getting rough. right into getting right into the nitty gritty. Yeah, but expect a full a full devo- devotion, a full uh, autopsy on it in a later date once I've done everything in it and went, yay, nice. <laughs> Shall I tell you about Hedo? I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, so a few weeks ago, actually the October, like the 13th or so. Mm-hmm. It's quite precise. <laughs> I think it was. It was around then. Uh, my son and I were invited to go up to Auckland, uh, to which is another city in New Zealand, for those who don't know, to try out um, Hedo, which, for those who don't know, is a Japanese developed AR techno sport. I think we actually okay. bought, we talked about it on this podcast a couple of years ago when it kind of was first talked about. Anyway, it's basically. My, before my time. Yes, before your time. It's, it's basically dodgeball, but you're using AR headset and a motion system on your wrist, which is actually just an iPhone that they use. Uh, and you're throwing fireballs instead of actual real balls. And you can use shields okay. and powers, and you can play with your stats so your fireballs work differently. And it, the name Hado is a derivative of Hadouken. <laughs> and that's why from Street Fighter. And so that's what. Get the copyright, get the boys in the legal department on it. <laughs> and so that's what they've done. And it's quite big in Japan, it's, and it's growing. And they do, they've done other AR systems similar to it, like games that have been on their TV, like like mainstream TV in Japan. But the Hado is their main thing, and they're trying to make a a world league effectively. Um, And so me and Odin have been in talks with the guy, the team that's bringing the license to New Zealand. It's a a tech company called Playtech. They bring it, it's a website that sells gaming gear and store that sells gaming accessories, PCs Ah. and whatnot like raise all the you know all the stuff you need to to game on a pc and so mm-hmm. he invited me and odin up and we got to have a hands-on with the team from japan and they it was really cool like it's actually a lot of fun it's it's still quite uh simple the tech they're just using iphones for the headset and the motion control in your arm but the software is pretty well done like as i say you can before you start a match mm-hmm. it's usually three on three you can customize your stats. There are uh, faster bullets, bigger bullets, uh, stronger, oh. sh- stronger shield, and a faster recharge your energy time. Uh, so, me and Odin, it was we. So, so it's kind of like laser tag, but for a modern age. Yeah, it, it, it is reminiscent of laser tag, and potentially it could be set up in that way where you could just get random mates to go down and play in an arena. What I actually would like to see it done is set up as proper leagues, so it's like a proper sport, and that's how it's done in Japan, where you have teams who compete, and the winners go through to the finals and and, and compete. Uh, just like a casual sport, just like a, a game of football or a game of rugby or whatever, but it's it's a techno sport. 
Um, my son, I, I've loved sports growing up, hence the rugby talk at the start of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like my son to play rugby, but he's not that interested. Mm. He, he's more about the video games. He's he's taken to that quicker than the, the sports side of me. He played this and he says, Dad, I don't like sports, but I like this. And I think it's really cool to have that middle ground between uh, sports and gaming. Because mm. they're, they're, they're mimicking what... Because this was like a, a press showing, effectively, that they showed us. So they gave us their kind of spiel. And basically what they're trying to do is... They're not trying to replace esports. They're not trying to replace sports. They're trying to find something in the middle that is actually middle ground. It's uh, they're taking elements from sports and they're taking elements from esports and merging them together. Uh, and 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 it was fun. It was as I say, it was simple. I'd like to see the tech evolved and better, like some just better headsets. They're working on using more the most recent iPhones with better cameras, which would increase the fidelity of the screens. But it would just be finding its feet, you know. I imagine, unless you're like you're saying, it's a massively established franchise in Japan. It's been around for a reasonable while in Japan. Like it's, they're probably been going for about three years, if not a little bit longer. Mm. But it's new, so it takes time to take off. Um, so I, I'm curious to see where they take it, and I would like the tech, as I say, the tech to be upgraded. But that's going to come. Like, one, especially when they start getting a bigger base, they're in multiple countries. There's actually they have a full um, TV show, like a reality TV show in the Philippines, <laughs> where they get all the universities are competing, and they provide a couple of teams each, and they're all working towards finding the best team. It's in just the, the Hunger Games. Don't <laughs> kid us on. Yeah, it is, but you don't have to die. <laughs> <laughs> They say that. I've seen these things. You know what I mean? <laughs> Death guaranteed. But it was really cool that we had this opportunity to be like the first in New Zealand to try it, for one. Um, and two, it, it's, it was cool and I do want to see it go further. Um, so Google it if you're listening. Google Haddo just so you get a better idea what I'm talking about. It is, it is fun and... I think it's I think it's a cool thing to see you know get us lazy gamers off the couch I guess <laughs> is the simple way of looking at it but there's more to it because uh, it, it's about socializing and being in a space with with people and and competing is what hu us humans like to do in general we like to compete so there you go so header so they'll, they'll, they'll be selling t-shirts and everything wait but um, no it's the first it's the first I've heard of it so so, that's interesting. Um, yep. Don't think it's here yet, but to be fair, we're not exactly next to the Philippines or No, they, they have... Or... They've got a bunch of countries that they've already partnering out with. I think they've moved into France. It's close, but not yeah, close not, enough. Not close and enough. And you know how I feel about the French. So. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> keep bringing, you keep bringing them pesky, pesky French up. <laughs> Oh, you'll learn. You'll learn, man, dear lad. You'll learn. Um, but, um, no, sounds, sounds good. It's definitely the kind of thing I would, I would like to check out. Um, I forget the chance. Yeah. That's pretty so, cool. I guess that, I guess I best bring in this juggernaut. It's a big heavy one, this one. So, last weekend, 
Uh, actually, last Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Whoa. I attended EGX in old London Town, which is the return to London Town after four glorious years in Birmingham, which to you is is just you're just saying city name, Stuart. But to put it in context, from my front door to Birmingham is about two hundred and eighty miles. From my front door to the hall this time was four hundred and one miles. So did that kind of puts it? me. Co- uh, I tried, tried, <laughs> tried. I, 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 I did a two. I did a good what half mile, and then I got a train. But you know, it's the it's a train that counts. It's a train that counts. Um, to those not in the know, EGX is EGX is the biggest gaming expo in the kingdom of the United. Um, it was um, it features everything from esports, the cosplayers, uh, all the. I was going to say all the big boys turn up, but we'll get to that. But all the big boys turn up. You get to play games before they're out. And all that good stuff. Plus, there's it's a gaming expo. Um, this year's disclaimer. Disclaimer. Um, Ubisoft weren't there. EA weren't there, and Xbox weren't there. So <laughs> tough, Jimmy. Uh, PlayStation was there, and Strength. Nintendo were there, and Strength. Uh, they were the two big, big names. So the, uh, so the ones that count were there. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, the big. The big section beyond that was the indie section, which was massive. Um, and I played a lot of games, and I met a lot of developers, and I talked the talk, and had fun. Um, yeah. Um, oh, where'd I start? Um, there's quite a few. Quite a few. What was what, the worst thing you saw? What was the worst thing you saw? Oh. Oh, Start there. <laughs> um, I didn't like the new Dragon Ball Z RPG. Oh, don't tell me that. Uh, it did nothing for me. It really did nothing for me at all. Do you so, like Dragon Ball Z? I like Dragon Ball Z. No, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um, Do you like that? Uh, maybe. But it's not it's not a great game expo it's expo it's show an expo you know what I mean yeah, it's, it's yeah. bit of a slow yeah and we got to fight it was like you did a wee bit of flying in this open map which was nice and you were on your wee cloud and you were like yay Piccolo's with me yay and then you get into a fight and it was just a lot of dodging and stuff and obviously you don't know the moves and blah blah and it was just a bit meh meh so, yeah, the new Dragon Ball Z RPG is my least favourite game of the show. Sad face. That is a sad face. I like so, Goku. Ah, well, somebody's got to. Um, okay, what's the best thing? Next question. Best game. Um, best game I played or best game I saw? Because there's a difference. Um, uh, best game you saw and then played? Well, I was present for 45 minutes of cyberpunk gameplay oh yeah how's it shaping up uh, it reminds me a hell of a lot of Deus Ex I'm not gonna lie it feels it feels I don't know how it feels because I didn't play it but um, it was a presentation where two developers 
took you through 45 minutes say first way the open world and how you interact and how things happen in the world and then they showed you two builds going into the game so there was a build based on hacking stealth blah 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 and then there was basically a power build where you could rip doors off walls take turrets off of things um really dense gameplay really atmospheric um showed you jumping on the bike and just driving about um really really good Keanu Reeves was there that was my question do you see he's a ghost he's a ghost which I didn't know so Keanu Reeves is like a spectre in your head so like you'll be sitting in a room talking to somebody and you'll just all of a sudden come out the side of you and stand against a wall and be like somebody will say something he's like yeah yeah sure we've heard it all before and all this and he's like yeah he's, I think this guy's a bit of an asshole and you're like yeah 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 but he's kind of like a kind of spectre but for what I understand your character has a chip in their head which fundamentally makes them immortal they can't die and Keanu Reeves is linked to this chip somehow it's all very complicated and confusing Sci-fi. Um, sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it looks good. It looks it looks visually cool. very nice, and the combat looks a wee bit stiff. But if they can iron out the stiffness, but then you're remembering yourself, this is CG Project Red, and The Witcher was a wee bit stiff as well. It wasn't really the most fast fluent game in the world, so it was it looked not bad. So yeah, it looks good, but I, I wasn't. I enjoyed it, but I wasn't blown away by it, if you know what I mean. Because it was scripted to a financial its life. Yeah. So, you got to take that yeah. into consideration. Yeah, I'm worried it's going to be too big a world and just get lost and not yeah. have the drive to go to get through it. That's my yeah. concern. Well, it looks, it looks, it looks, it looks really interesting. Um... It's going to be the last one song for this generation. I have no ifs or buts about it because it'll be like the bet. It'll be the the bet. It'll make the jump to next gen. I bet you as well. So, oh for sure, they're all, they're all gearing um, for it. They all are. But that was that. As this for game you what played. I played, I played Doom Eternal, which was fast paced and doomy. Yes, it's just more of the same, but with new options. Um, although the platform and stuff in it just fucking killed it, man. So you're running about shooting guys, firing rockets, flamethrowers, chainsawing guys, yes! and then there's these bits where you need to run and jump on walls and kind of platform, and it just killed the enjoyment, stone cold dead. I'm like, this is rubbish. Platforming so, in first person never is fun. Like, why do they keep doing it? Oh, just, like, there was a section which was kind of cool, which was, like, different actual floating platforms, and you were running and jumping and getting air jets, but at the same time there were enemies, so you were in a firefight while manoeuvring at speed through this area. That's fine. What's no fine is this running and jumping onto the wall and clawing yourself up the wall to then jump to another wall, to claw yourself up that wall, to jump to another wall. It, it was just... It was just not fun, and I just felt, well, that's going to kill the speed of this game tenfold when it happens to you, you know? Um, but 
again it's been put back six months so who knows the game could be totally different by the time it's released you know <laughs> six months is a long time yes it um, is also played Final Fantasy 7 Remake oh oh hello which, tell me more which which was um, it was good I was really taken back by how good the combat was in it um, I just got my heart fluttering I'm excited man <laughs> it's, it's it's really really fluid he says that it was the bit we've all seen where Cloud and the big guy with the gun take on the big spider tank these are probably real names yes I'm totally totally ruining it he was but, always Zeus for me I always called him Zeus but it's Barrett uh, is his name well he was a bit underpowered in it so you could switch with the D-pad at any given time yeah, between the two of them and his gun was just like it felt like the demo was built so you can go cloud and just swing your big axe your big axe your big sword and uh, do damage and stuff uh, looks pretty plays really well uh, votes well for what's coming fans will love it no questions asked oh, I'm excited um, I was impressed I was impressed are Yay. you are, are you a Final Fantasy 7 fan not at, at all no, never missed that whole episode in my life Okay. There's a big hole. There's a big void where Final Fantasy VII is meant to be. Um, You'll be complete as of March next year. <laughs> well, the interesting thing as well was the demo did not say episode one on it, but I think that's because it's a show demo. Um, but it yeah, seems like it's really nice one. They've clarified that there there'll be more and how it's working. Hmm. Interesting. Um, what else was there? I played the Predator game, Hunting Grounds. Oh, yeah. Which... Did it good? Well, it was okay. It was dead evolve, like five soldiers get into day something, and when you're the Predator, you're just there to mess them up. I mean, royally. Uh, there's AI guys and stuff in it, so like the the player players have to. I, I was the Predator, so that was that was that. So I just went in and ch- jumped across the roof, the rooftops, no, the jungle canopy, use my laser and stuff, and the plays the tunes, the sound effects are on, and I'll be honest, it looks a hundred times better than the reveal, the reveal looked janky as hell, this ran okay, visually it was okay, um, I've seen worse, I've played worse, um, it's PlayStation exclusive as well, which, uh, no surprises there, do you know what I mean, take it, take it or leave it. I don't know if it's if it's the way if it's the best way of doing it, but it was okay, do you know. Um I also played Streets of Rage four, which was good if you're a Streets of Rage fan. I don't know if you've 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 been in that space playing it yourself. Um but if you like Streets of Rage, you'll like Streets of Rage four. Cool. Um, lovely animated style. Uh, Niho, 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 Niho yeah. 2. Neo. I played that. Yeah. Yep. Played that. Um, my god, is that hard? <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard. To the point where no one had completed the demo the first two days apart from the person I went with. Which, oh. let me tell you, was unbloody bearable. Because once he'd won it, he never shut up about it. 
Um, <laughs> Did he get anything for it? Did he get a t-shirt? Yeah, he got a bag of PlayStation swag. And oh, man. through proxy, so did I. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they, they gave him a bag and me a bag of PlayStation swag, even though I did nothing. And I was like, okay. So, I'm... I'm it's because they probably had too many. Like, no one, they weren't giving them out because no one was beating it. <laughs> well, but it was brutal. It was, it was what you expect. There was a big monkey thing. Like, it was a big monkey with a spear was the body, and then it became, you went, well, it was a mid-tier, but it seemed like it was, like, standard enemy, mid-tier boss, and then it hit you with the big boss, who was, like, a kind of horse centaur thing, Amy Bob. Um, if you like the first one, you'll like this one. Good. It, was, it just gave me a beating, so. Yeah, that was, uh, that was fun, and a kind of weird, brutal make me want to cry way um, played the new Darksiders as well which was was good I like I liked it I like Diablo clones um, if you like Darksiders and you like Diablo you'll like this nice fast fluid not to be snuffed at um, and it's nice to play Strife as well because we've never played the Strife in it so um, that was that were good um, what else did I play I played Zombie Army Trilogy 4 which was fun it was uh, as you would expect lots of x-ray vision kills with sniper rifles and blowing up zombies and yeah if you like that good co-op game it'll be, I think it'll be good with 4 players nice and fast um, again it's um, the Disney show is the shark because that's its hook because there's a zombie shark in the game so <laughs> it's like yeah I would love to have seen that and fought it uh, I got to play the Sniper Elite VR game as well which was interesting although that's a really really early doors demo it's super early doors but it was a good proof of concept uh, it's great holding the, the zapper zapper blaster gun plastic playstation gun and pretending you're sniping people um I don't know how far off that game will be. I think it'll be a while for what I played, but yeah. I didn't get to play the Iron Man VR game, but for what I saw, it looked like fun as well. Um, cool. As you fly through the sky as Iron Man. I did get to play the Avengers, but... Um, oh yeah, any good? It was okay. I played the first mission, which is the one everybody's seen of them fighting on the bridge and fighting Taskmaster. Masker? Yep. Master. Um... Just a vertical slice. It's the, that's the first. That's the first mission in the game, actually. Yeah. And he flies through the sky with them and throws them off things and stuff and that. You uh, plays each character and it gives you kind of thing. I also got to play behind the closed doors demo of Miss Marvel, which is an interesting character, a bit like Reed Richards slash Ant Man in a way, because she can grow really tall and like giant size and smash things. And she's got like uh, elastic arms, like Reed Richards. So, okay. she, uh, but to be fair, that demo was uh, like in an arena-style fighting thing where there was waves of enemies, and you battled them. And I felt that that showcased the game a lot better than what the demo at the beginning does. But then the demo, the problem is, the game at the beginning was basically just the tutorial kind of idea. Like here we are, you are Iron Man Four, blah blah blah. The one thing I will say about is Four is Kratos in disguise because his hammer is his axe 
it's really satisfying to wield the hammer, throw it, and then call it back. And it's like, ah. But it turns out one of the developers on the team worked on God of War as well. And they were kind of like, yeah, there's there's a bit of kind of like, hmm, kind of, cro- no crossover, but I think ideas may have led, led into led this. across, yeah. Well, it's good. So, that's, that's a good thing to take across because the combat in God of War it was very good. Mm-hmm. Well, as I was saying, I really liked when I threw the hammer and then I started fighting with my fists and as I called my hammer back, between the hammer and me was an enemy and the hammer just went right through the enemy and came back to me and that enemy ended up basically being killed because the hammers passed through him. Yeah, so cool. That, yep. that's, re- that's cool. Um, so yeah, but again, we're a wee bit off for that. Um, I sell a wee bit. It's like Mar- May time, I think that's going to be released. So, yeah. The silly, the silly season. There's so much in that period. Yeah. Well, it's like the last hurrah. Um, wasn't all trebly goodness, but I ended love. Played a game called Cake Bash, which is basically gang beasts, but in a cakey world. So you play as cakes. And it's we arena-style games where you have to get the most sweets attached to you. So sweets fall for the sky, you stick them to you, or they stick to you when you touch them. But if you run up and punch the other player, the sweets fall off them. Get the idea. Um, the other one mode I played in that was like a pie tin, and you're meant to grab blueberries and throw them in the pie. The person <laughs> who throws the most blueberries in the pie wins. But... Any time there's like switches, so you can hit a switch and turn the ring on where the pie is, so everybody at the pie gets burned and stuff. It's cute, cuddly, cakey goodness. Um, played a game called Table Manners, which if there was ever a game for VR, it was this game, but it's not in VR, which is really odd. But Table Manners is a dating sim kind of thing where you go on dates a la kind of Tinder, I don't know, kind of like Tindery dates, you'll find somebody going on a date with them, but it's like if you took that and merged it with Surgeon Simulator, so you you control a hand, right, and you have to, your date asks for like champagne, so you need to grab the champagne bottle and with one hand, cork it, pour pour the glasses, light candles, feed them, order food and stuff, Um, but it's like, so if you're trying to light the candle when you miss, you can set the table on fire and burn their steak and stuff like that. But then the sec there was another level in it that was on a ship and it was a bit more like overcooked in that Things sh- move. The sh- the sh- yeah, the ship moved from side to side. So you would start on the left, move to the right, and when you moved the two tables were slightly different. So you could only do certain things on one table and not on the other table and it was a uh, it definitely votes well, but the problem with it is it would be amazing in VR, but it's not in VR. That boat level sounds puke-inducing, though, in VR. Yeah, yeah. But it's a fun, it's a fun, it's a fun wee thing. I also played Moving Out, which is not overcooked free, funnily enough, but it is by Team 17, and basically it takes the overcooked mantra and changes it to your removal men. So you have to get to a place, remove all the items into your van as fast as you can, but some items need two people to carry them and stuff, but depending on how you stack your items in your removal vehicle, 
all depend how you get the vehicles in. The vehicles, you'll get the items in. So, say people lift the couches at the beginning, well, then you'll not be able to get anything beyond that. And so, it's kind of like Tetris in a way, how you need to perfectly okay. stack this van and stuff. It was a really nice, really fun, kind of clean, kind of, um, again, four play, great expo game, like, uh, Cake bash, it's like four player co op, and you, you just get a kind of taste it, and you go, hmm, that was that that were fun. So yeah, that 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 was a good one. Um, and nice. there, there was loads of other stuff. I got to see the new area, the new game of DZ, the new DLC for DZ with the the bear. Um, and I got to see <sighs> lots of things. I uh, Pokemon Shield and Sword. Um, that new Wii, yep, that new Wii game with the band, the fitness game. Don't have oh, seen yep. that. Uh, fit, 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 fit. band fit or ring fit. I think ring fit, ring song. fit. That's it. Saw that. Um, was up was all right. Uh, got to meet Norman Reedus's statue, which is weirdly <laughs> real real hair. Um. I try think what else there was. There was there was, was an expo. It's full full of fun and games. That sounds um, like a real good showing, though. Yeah, well, it, but that was I would say, in my professional opinion, it was my tenth show. It's my tenth EGX. Um, one of the weaker ones, but we argued, we spoke about it. Um, end of the generation, pretty late in the year's release calendar as well. Um, suffered as well, not having Ubisoft. EA and Microsoft at it, especially because EA's got, well, the day of the show, Plants vs. Zombies, the new one launched, but could have been there. Need for Speed could have been there, and Star Wars could have been there. All of them, no shows. Ubisoft could have showed Watch Dogs, based in London, London show. It's a bit of a no-brainer, guys. Um, But, um, yeah, there's there, there was lots of things. Also, Bumped into Cliff as well on my say. my adventures. Yes, the the podcast had a physical meet up in the middle of the show. Actually, in the middle of the show floor, um, it was great to see. Actually, be like, hey, look, we are actual people in the real world, not just voices in the ether. <laughs> um, so we shot the breeze for a wee while and nice. chatted the chat and talked the talk, which was very nice and enjoyable. It's a pity he's not here tonight because it would have been great to have seen his, his take on views things. on the show as well, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure he'll return at some point and regale us and he'll say totally opposite to what I've said. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's EGX is a special one. I enjoy it. Um, there's Good. no doubt more. This legacy, this was just Beach Point 1, but it's legacy will no doubt ripple through the podcast for months to come um, spoke to the Dead Island developers as well got a bit of chat on that spoke to Mr Street Fighter himself I can't pronounce his name Yoni Yoni Yoshi Yoni 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 the guy that hods Blanka he's always taking a picture of a toy Blanka yep spoke to him really interesting chat about the rise of something I never thought about but apparently there's a big rise in esports and fighting scene of keyboard players oh, okay and I'll no doubt discuss that at a later time, but basically he's saying, like, this is a new thing that they might need to 
like if a control player needs to put in five inputs to do a move, yet a keyboard player only needs to do four, it's proven an interesting battlefield for them because they're like, well, technically the keyboard players get an advantage. So they're kind of thinking about building fake latency and stuff to it and all that. And, but more about that another time when we're not two hours deep and getting excited. Um, but yeah, yeah interesting. Uh, strong show, lots of stuff to talk about down the line spoke to the Streets of Rage guys as well um, got to play Narcos the game which was really good just throwing that in there as well was really surprising the kind of XCOM style game but with a bit more combat in it um, try to think what else oh, fuck right I've got a list as long as my arm basically at indie titles alone that I played you know yeah. the, the art of Rally which was great um, basically the gaming horizon is very bright there is lots yes. to come. <laughs> yes. And as it should be. And as, as you find, as I find with expos, as you go to an expo, and if you were just a wee bit kind of, uh, an expo will stoke the fires, a good expo will stoke the fires and send you back out ready and swinging and looking for the good stuff, you know. So it did its job. And it did its job well, I felt. So good. it would be interesting to hear if anybody was uh, at the show as well. Uh, what your views were, highlights of the show and stuff like that. So, go on the twitters and inform us would be great. Yeah, that'd be cool to hear. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there's not much happens down this way, so we don't get to see much. Pax Australia. I'm I've sure been you can jump on a plane. Yeah, I've been to one two years ago, but again, it's it's very limited compared to what you guys would get. Mm. Well, the irony in fate, as I said, I had my money on Kojima coming to EGX because Kojima's doing a press tour. Kojima's coming to the UK next week. <laughs> oh well. So there's a there's a Bum special bum. there's a special Death Stranded experience they're calling it, uh, and Kojima's going to be there one day, but he's only there for photos, no signatures. I find that very strange. <laughs> like, that's weird. Because yeah, you know everybody's going to want him to sign. I'd rather have him sign a copy of a game than get a picture of him. But <laughs> apparently it's a, it's just a picture event, not a signature event. Which is a bit of a shame if you're you a diehard fan. You can't win them all. No, you can't. So getting closer to that, Death Stranded. Death Stranded was kind of present. There was a video presentation where Kojima taking you through it and stuff. I believe it was the spitting pee bullet one we spoke about <laughs> a couple of months back. Yep. For what I heard from somebody I was talking to at the cyberpunk presentation, he said, yeah, you get dragged into this other world. I went, oh, you're using blood as bullets? And he went, yeah, you're fighting a big black dog? He went, yeah, I went, I've seen it. Um, I did a podcast on it. You should download it. It's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, the, the the hype train, as you say, leads to the station of disappointment. And the, <laughs> the hype train is building, as it was revealed this week, that Kobe, what's his face, the chat show host, is in the game. Of course he's in the game. Oh, yeah, I saw something about that. I'm like, oh, no. He he gives you a otter hat, apparently, and wearing said otter hat in water makes you behave like a otter. Yeah. This is going to be yeah. weird. This oh, is gonna. November's gonna be the month of oddity. Yeah. I don't, I, well, 
We'll see. I, I don't even... Uh, they seem to be bigging up all the random crap, but no the actual core thing. But then as well, this is the argument as well, is it is in the hands of press now. Certain press, I believe, favourited press, but we'll talk about that in order. So Death <laughs> Stranded is in the wild with certain outlets. Um, and the interesting thing is that the reviews are going to hit 10 days before the launch, which is brave and ballsy. So next next week, maybe? The week after? Yeah, it's 15th, it's released, so yeah, it has to be soon. Yeah. So the, the reviews will be out there soon and we'll be able to actually get a... Or is it the 8th? I wonder how much red tape there is going to be on those reviews and what they can and what they can't say. Well, it's interesting because, yeah, uh, Konami, where Kojima's come from, they were the exact opposite. They went, didn't... Oh, it's 8th of November, the release. So, yeah, the reviews should be out soon. Mm-hmm. A couple of yeah. days' time. This coming week, I think. Yeah. So, so we'll see. But, yeah, well, we, we, we will see. But I'm interested to see... I'm interested to see how much they'll give away and how much they'll talk about and what they can talk about. Because I'm guaranteeing you that's under embargo big time. Like, there'll be sections you'll not even be able to talk about in the review. I've had that before with certain games that you can't talk about X, Y and Z or events happening. And, and, and I guarantee ex- there's yeah. a rule book on that game. That you'll be able- <laughs> it'll be lightly, light, it'll be, 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 be talk about the first hour and then talk about all the random shit and that'll be all you'll be able to talk about. In some no ways, payoff. that's a good thing. Cause... I don't f- I don't know. Well, it depends what the scores are. If it scores highly, then... Like, like, like we said, right? It's either going to be the greatest game of this generation or it's going to be an absolute steaming hot pile of... <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of venturing on the steaming hot pile of cack. <laughs> but I might be wrong. You hope you're wrong. But well, I hope so, because if I'm not, there's going to be a lot of disappointed people in this world. But um, we'll see. We'll see we what happens see. When, it com- when it comes out. Next episode, the Death Stranded saga continues. Yes, I, will. <laughs> I think on that note, we should wrap it up. Yes, because I have got terrorists of rare- varying races and creeds to kill in Call of Duty. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I've got this so, podcast to edit. So, yeah. Well, that'll be fun. It's kind of yeah. like COD. Maybe not as fast pace, but yeah. <laughs> well, Stuart, um, where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me at Fury AC3 on everything under the sun, and you can find my ramblings every Sunday over at Codec Mo- the Codec Moment- Moments website. This week, which will be the past week, we all had my EGX roundup. So you'll be able to read in depth on all what I saw and what I picked for the show. A few games I didn't mention here, and a few other bits and bobs. Um, yeah, so good reading. Awesome, and I'm just Fader Van Odin in most places. And yeah, that's us. That's this, this is Dark Insight for another episode. Uh, you can find us at darkinsight.net and uh, Dark Insight Pod on Twitter. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Have a happy Halloween. Catch you. Bye-bye.